0: mm
1: the wptf weekend gardener with mike ann and rufus well good morning everybody welcome to the wptf weekend gardener mike rayleigh here and uh we are joined by brother rufus edmonston well rufus. good morning How everybody you
2: today you got the a team here today
1: i'm telling you we, get, we we decided to bring in the craziest women we could find we found <laughs> uh we found <laughs> right in the proximity here of the station, uh, Phil Campbell, owner of Campbell Road Nursery. Hey, Phil. Good morning. How are you? And Nelson Cox, <laughs> owner of the hut <laughs> in Fuquay, Varena. Good morning. Yes, they both own nurseries, but they're good friends. That's don't, right.
2: Don't ask me to say which one's the craziest. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's all
1: relative anyway. I mean, They're
2: yeah. crazy generous.
3: Crazy
1: yeah. generous, crazy nice, all of that, but, uh, yeah, they're, yeah we, you know, they're here.
3: we're all friends. Heck, yeah, it's just a big old uh, happy Emily family. That's well, right. that's
1: great. I'd hate to have to referee uh, <laughs> no, no, for three gonna... hours. Nope. So, all right, well, everybody's selling plants? Oh, yeah. Rufus, you selling plants out at your...
2: Well, when, when I dug up uh, <laughs> about three potfuls of hellebore. Yesterday, I thought, golly, I could get about 18 to $20 for these because they were huge, tempting. huge pots, and I decided, well, no. I have my dear friend, uh, Janet Cowell, who, as many of you remember, was the state treasurer, and she runs Dick's Park, and she uh, wants some hellebore for her home, and I've got them dug up for her, and maybe if it doesn't rain this afternoon, she can come get them.
3: Yeah, you know, I thought you'd go set you up a little table out there beside, like, well, right. well, that's that's what
2: that's what Mike has been advocating for years. Yeah, I think so.
1: Yeah. Hey, and we got Andrea Lane, our Western North Carolina correspondent. So we've have. Um, well, I don't I, I don't know if I can include you in the crazy. I said, Are you going uh, call me crazy? I I guess uh, we got three crazy women here this morning, <laughs> but I I haven't known you as long, so I can't call you crazy. Yeah, I know.
4: Uh, well, you know, I am I am kind of plant crazy.
1: So. Well, that's yeah. good anything growing up there yeah.
4: <laughs> no drops and daffodils that's about it
1: <laughs> yeah it's been cold up there but things
4: it? are budding unfortunately we had we've had the same earlier much earlier spring than you know than usual and so trees are budding and oh wow now you know the next few nights it's going to be well below freezing so.
1: and you're way you're way up there aren't you
4: you're I am way up there. Uh, my I'm, I'm,
1: my chair right now is sitting at 3500 She Gee whiz. Rufus, okay? i the I've ever lived.
2: <laughs> Well, I, I was thinking about this pound cake. <laughs> okay, thought, well. Pound.
1: Uh, <laughs> Nelson, are uh, you selling any plants over there? Oh, yeah, Lord,
5: yeah. It's, it's a fun time of year. Mm-hmm. It's getting ready to get real fun, right, Phil? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We
1: got, uh, I don't know if we've got enough monitors in here or not. I can't see anybody. She whiz. all right, uh, and I can't see your plants. You always bring in plants. Now the last time Phil was on, she brought in some plants. I did. Yeah, so kind of taking up your tradition. I knew
3: Nelson was coming today, There's so I, I decided to let her have it. There you go. I, yeah. yeah,
1: I saw uh, I saw Phil unexpectedly on Thursday night at uh, the uh, Swift Creek Exchange Club meeting. Right. She was there. I walked in. I had I was supposed to speak and. I walk in. I saw J.C. Knowles and I saw uh, David and Carlton and Phil.
3: Wow. Yeah, uh, J.C.'s C's a member. Uh, Carlton and David and I are members of the community, but uh, I haven't. We've been to the Exchange Club a few times and helped them out with some things, but I, you know, I haven't. I haven't joined.
1: We had a we but had a great. They, I had a really good time. Yeah, Larry was Some kind nice enough people. to
3: call me and say, yeah. "Hey, uh, Mike." Yeah, you know,
1: we talked. We talked about you. Yeah, you know, I appreciate that. So I bet Mike
2: I, did a good job, didn't he?
3: Well, he did. He did a wonderful job. I, I never really heard him speak in that in that vein that he did the other night, and he did great. And well, I thank you. I, I, I learned a lot of things.
1: I try not to do it at all. I uh, I I really. I know this is hard to believe, being what I am in my business. I'm. I don't like being the center of attention. Yeah, I don't it's quite either, different from doing radio. Now, Rufus, mm. uh, you thrive on well, on that. I, I mean, would some say people that. do. I don't mean it in a bad way, but you you enjoy it. Some people <laughs> yeah. enjoy it, and some people are really good at it, and and some people really uh, shy away from it, as I do. Yeah, I've I've heard
3: you talk about some things, a lot of things here. Uh, since i've known you but it was uh it was really nice to hear your story and yeah i mean that's basically what i talked
1: about i of course a radio person talks about themselves what else well
3: that's (laughs) what they wanted to hear about how you got
1: i I talked about uh the people who were here and about the history of of the station and i I enjoy doing that because it it, uh, i've seen a lot of it i've seen about half of the history of the station Um, the year before i came there was the 50th anniversary of WPT. I wish I'd gotten a job there that year because, gosh, they had Carl Gurch and they had all these people. They interviewed all these people from the past who were still with us. Yeah, exactly. And I would love to have met Carl Gurch. Mm. He, uh, the man on the street. Yeah, my street granddaddy man, never
3: missed his show. Yeah, I can
1: remember it great. being known. Obviously a great writer, started yeah. uh, what is now Our State Magazine. It was State Magazine back then back in the day he started that in the 1930s and i i did know his daughter i did meet his daughter who lived in Pittsburgh, so she was a nice lady too well uh so what kind of plants you got there um i'm sorry andrea that uh, we'll put these on facebook and um and you can see them but uh, we got some <laughs> nelson always brings fine, in some really pretty plants I can't see them, but what do you got? <laughs> <laughs> stupid, <laughs> stupid monitors. Silly let me let me stand <laughs> let me stand up over here.
5: So I tried this morning to just bring a, a mainly perennials that that flower this time of year, and I know Rufus loves to talk about the hellebores. And did you bring any chickweed in? I did not. That's all I got in my yard. <laughs> but um, oh, that
2: is a fantastic hellebore.
1: Mm -hmm. So
5: that's one of the Ice and Rose Series Hellebore.
1: Is that that the sterile type? Yes. Yes. Ah, That's unfortunate. Mm -hmm.
5: It is, but its babies would be all different types of colors. Oh, okay. But uh, still, the little heads are up, such big blooms. Beautiful. Burgundy, just really pretty with the yellow stamens.
1: Are they as reliable as... what we have come to expect from Uh, hellebores
5: most of them are i mean you you kind of learn the series and um this this happens to be one that has come back well for me um so i would say yes uh to most of them seems like there's been a few
3: that don't perennialize as well well it's it's just like any of the flowers it seems like it's color yeah the the colors some of them are weaker and um yeah that's what i've found in those two and and starting the from plugs. Mm-hmm. There well, is I just some learned something.
2: It. You said you say that hybrids don't seed. No, I, I just always understood that a hybrid wouldn't seed over.
5: So, some of the series will not.
2: Right? Yeah.
5: yeah. But uh, lots of dianthus, and it, it's amazing. Um, if you think back thirty some years ago, um, one of the perennials of the year was uh, a dianthus, one called Bath's pink. Um, which came out of Georgia, extremely fragrant and, um, and, and now my favorite, which has been around also a good while, not as long as the baths is one called fire, to me, it is the, the, the most, um, dense blue foliage and it's evergreen. So it's pretty through the winter and has the most, um, clove fragrant scented flowers. But having said that, um, there are so many dianthus now i mean this is one called cute as a button kind of a um, raspberry pinky fuchsia color Um, there's yellow bling and orange bling and just tons of dianthus um i i did bring my little wolf pack red button carnation even though i'm pouting that they (laughs) lost um so lots of perennials lots of flocks salvias are poking up now um Probably one of our most popular sellers this time of year are the centaurias. Um, the amethyst and white, uh, you know, kind of has a, a large blue foliage, a long, long leaf, but just very intricate flowers. Wow. Almost looks like you. an artichoke flower. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but anyway, lots of, lots of you know, candy tufts and phlox, even some shade phlox. Um, this one's called blue moon, will grow in the shade, whereas most of your uh, Low-growing flocks are going to be the subulatas, um, also another good choice for evergreen perennials. So you get into a situation where you have, say, like a Japanese maple or some type of deciduous tree that, that loses its foliage in the winter. It's nice to have like an evergreen either ground cover and a bonus, something that flowers under it. So um, the creeping flocks are great, great for holding soil and banks and just great for flowering eight to ten weeks out of the year.
2: My mother used to call that thrift.
5: Mm-hmm. And that that can be one of the names as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and it's it's thrifty. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so So, uh, Andrea, do y'all have hellebores? Well, you plant hellebores up in the mountains. That, that I would think that they do well there.
4: Um, I've been told that they do well, and I I um, and I've seen some growing, and I know I have. You know, I I I landed into a group of friends that are gardeners now. Of course, that would happen, right, gardeners? Of course. <laughs> so I have, I have, and this is the year. You know, this will be my third year here. Um, and as you know, I have kind of very scrappy, <laughs> scrappy land. So uh, this is the year where I'm going to start um, uh, adopting things out of my friends' gardens.
1: Yeah, <laughs> All right. And I know, That's they, great idea. Uh, Something native. One of
4: them. I, yeah. Yeah. One of the things I have my eye on. So um, I did try to bring some over for my Durham garden, but I I made the move in December and they didn't survive container wise. <laughs> huh. So the
2: yeah, they grow
1: well in Boone. So, I
4: look forward to.
1: Yeah, and they should. They should, Yeah, I mean at that altitude. Um,
4: yeah, the cool the cool weather that should that do should
1: do, work should work. Design. That's one of the things that would <laughs> definitely work well. I don't know how about it. what what other things uh, might work well. Things that
4: work um, well here are um, peonies. People say they put peonies in the
1: ground. And oh, that's care. a great idea. Work about them again. <laughs> what about tulips? Uh,
4: okay,
1: I would think I tulips think would work well because their. they could. Uh, they get good drainage. They would get good drainage mm-hmm. there, and it's cool. So
4: yeah, but but the deer would probably.
1: Oh uh, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The deer. Uh, somebody at that uh, meeting the other night was asking about deer plants that that deer don't like.
4: Yeah. Uh, well another great pointy plant. and smelly. <laughs> another great <laughs> flower in the,
2: the mountains is dahlias. I've my mama would grow yes. some, they would have to be staked. They'd be three, four feet tall and huge. Yeah huge. And blooms. we have
4: a, there's a member of my master gardener group who um is native here and she's has the most beautiful dahlias and, and that's really just what her focus of her garden is her dahlias. Wow.
1: So, how many master gardeners do you have now? Because I know that you you came in yeah. and there was a new extension agent, and y'all started mm-hmm. the master gardener program, right?
4: We did. We did. So, we ended the the year uh, uh, with eleven, counting myself. So, ten. Very good. We 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 graduated, and the ten people went through their internship, and then decided to. Reenlist, so to speak. And what we kind of had our celebration last Saturday?
1: What kind of yeah. of, of uh, projects are they interested in?
4: Well, they're all interested in hand, uh, hands-on gardening. Right? Okay. It would have to be the the primary thing. So we mm-hmm. do have a community garden, and there's a um, a garden for a 4-H program that we've been working in as well. Very good. And we don't have any space around our extension building, so we've adopted some gardens on other. County lands like around the senior center, um, so that's been. Oh, that's a
1: good place. That would be a good place to have something like that.
4: Yeah. Great. Yeah, and one of our master gardeners just started gardening at a preschool. Um, you know, cre- helping them create a, a you know some l- simple raised bed gardens and and do some simple you know exercises in gardening to get those those future customers of Phil's and Nelson's and Nelson's off to a good start.
0: <laughs> yeah.
5: I bet you have lots of great uh, um, gingers and the acerum gingers and bloodroot and, and uh, great natives up there that are fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Well, you th-
4: know, uh, I haven't seen bloodroot on my land yet, but like I've, I've uh, explained to Mike and Rufus earlier, I'm, I'm on it's really scruffy. There's a lot of wild stuff growing, but it's like, you know, all melded together. A bloodroot would surely get lost in the, in the, in sure. the, the mess. But I did see last year some golden alexanders. Oh, cool! And and that that was pretty cool. And I've seen some, um, you know, uh, uh, what's the bush? Uh, bush the um, uh, witch hazel. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs>
4: that's a that's a native, right? I mean, I yes. some of those are growing. We have a creek, and um, and they grow along the uh, along the creek. Um, I'm not sure they bloom but they they do grow. <laughs> and yeah. Last year I also um uh spice spice bush. Mm-hmm. Is here uh
5: like grows the, wild. The and spice bush the Zenobia, or spice bush the cephal- cephalanthus.
4: Hmm. I'm thinking of a lindera, is that right?
5: Or or lindera. Okay, very good.
4: And uh and then there's also a um Gorgeous flame azalea oh, yeah. uh, growing along our road—that's um, hard to miss because it's you know bright orange <laughs> in in the middle of summer.
2: So, yeah, we call that nice. home honeysuckle. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, okay. do you have any ginseng on your property, Andrea?
4: You know, I I probably oh. do. You know, there's a lot of my property I haven't um, I haven't walked yet, um, and like I said, it's you know I just I go up there with my app <laughs> and my husband. He walks the dog every day, so he walks all around uh, the mountains, and, um, and he's always taking pictures of stuff and bringing it back and saying, what's this? <laughs> you know, Or I found this little blue flower, and of course, you know, I don't know, just by looking at it, you have to kind of study it. So I, I got myself an app, <laughs> and I'm constantly um, trying to identify the things that I see and, and um, mark where they are if they're desirable so that I can find them again. And uh, sometimes I clear out a spot, you know, uh, around them. So, uh, so, you know, slowly but surely, I'm uh, seeing what's here and and, and weeding out the, the bad stuff and, and making uh, a nice, you know, area for the good stuff. We have a lot of St. John's wort. Yeah, a lot. And a lot of mint, wild mint.
1: very good. good. Kind. Mountains are such... <laughs> It's an interesting, such an interesting place to. I can't imagine living yeah. there, but uh, to certainly to visit, it's um, yeah, it's a different world. So, um, well, this the great
4: is, thing about living here is that you feel like you're on vacation all the time. Right?
1: <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, I, yeah. People at the beach say the same thing. So <laughs> that's why <laughs> I, I like hear, living here because it's here? not you know it's really yeah. not that far from from either from either yeah yeah so
4: right. Right. doesn't take That's long. I guess we can get to mark. the
1: get to the Virginia mountains quickest uh, up through Mount Airy. Uh I don't know, maybe up through 86 going up up that way up toward Danville, Virginia yep. might be the quickest way if you can survive 86. I hadn't been on that part of 86 in a long time that goes up through uh, Yanceyville. I love that so, road. Between mm-hmm. Yanceyville and and uh, I do too. It's so beautiful. Yanceyville and Danville it used to be because my sister's first job out of Carolina was in Danville, at Stratford College, and so <clears throat> it was uh, it was maddening to try to try to get up there.
2: We don't call those mountains in that area.
1: Those, those don't
2: quite qualify. Well, <laughs>
1: well,
4: I know, but that's that's Rufus, that's Rufus. I was thinking that, but I didn't want to say
2: it. Yeah, yeah.
4: Well, well when
3: you get to Danville and turn west, you can see some pretty big mountains. Yeah, I mean you, I think
1: that's the quickest I think yep. that's the quickest route to what we would consider the mountains uh um, yep. Vir- would be mm-hmm. the Virginia mountains I think are in some ways closer than uh the North Carolina mountains.
4: Um And you get there more gradually yeah. whereas when you come to these mountains you you know there's this one spot between Marion and Spruce Pine where it's just like you're driving straight uphill or yeah. around and around and and it freaks me out. <laughs>
1: but you know, if you go to if you go to Mount Airy, road. Mount Airy is just north of Winston Salem. It's really not that far, up 52, and then you you keep driving, uh, you you hit Fincastle. Uh, not Fincastle. That's uh, in Virginia. Uh, Fancy Gap. You go through Fancy Gap, and you start. You go way up a mountain, mm-hmm. and then uh, hit 77, and you know you're on your way. I took my mom there a couple
5: couple years ago. It was a lot of the fun. The Fancy Gap.
3: Mm-hmm. The weather
5: really. That's where the changes. bootleggers are, and then, according and then, to Eddie and Griffith. We, we and went to that Mabry Mills. Yeah, that's such a beautiful
3: place. Yeah. We uh, went there last. Yeah, we went there last fall and ate breakfast. Yeah, we to had, wait a while.
5: Oh my God, the buckwheat pancake was <laughs> yeah. as big as a basketball.
3: Yeah, yeah they serve oh, breakfast. Wow.
0: So
1: I'd like sweet. to have a pancake right now, wouldn't you, Rufus? Oh man, buckwheat. <laughs> <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. You know, Fancy Gap. Um, is we used to go up there a lot, but because um, my brother lives in, Hill, in um, King, but Fancy Gap is where kind of like the mountains of, of North Carolina where the weather cuts off. I mean, the snow. It, you're it'll, right. It'll snow like crazy in Fancy Gap. I can, I can testify to that, that. Nothing.
1: We went to Fog, visit some uh, one Easter, uh, it may have been early April, but uh, it was, went to Ohio to visit some of Melissa's relatives up there. And it was cold. And then we we went up to Cleveland to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and then came down through Canton and saw the Football Hall of Fame, spent the night in Canton, and then drove back, and it was snowing when we got up. And it snowed all the way to Fancy Gap. Mm -hmm. And I remember it it just all of a sudden stopped snowing, coming down that windy road. But, you know, the – the snow never stuck to the to the highway yeah it had been warm enough i guess but they the whole way down that west virginia turnpike and all of that it snowed and then i remember the first thing i saw was some shad bushes uh blooming and it's first time i'd ever seen any and and somebody i'm sure on the show had talked about about them so uh they were they were blooming Yes, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's kind of a magical world right there. Yeah. It's, it's so funny how that you said that and I'd always thought that that it was yeah. All right, uh, 919-860-9783-919-860-WPTF. We only have about a minute before news, but uh Nelson, I'll uh, start with you. What what do you have uh, going on at the the garden hut? Uh, any new plants that you're excited about? Um of course, we are getting
5: um multiple, multiple trucks of plants in weekly, both including um, cool season vegetables and herbs. Lots of herbs are starting to come about, talking about deer-resistant rosemary and lavender. Um, And then, of course, we're starting to uh, get some of the the cooler, tolerable annuals, like um, uh, some of the 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 dianthus and um, snapdragons and um, still a few pansies and violas left and uh, starting to get some Gerber daisies in. I probably wouldn't leave them out for the the cool weather we're having Monday, Tuesday. But lots of plants like that. Still getting in lots of house plants, trees and shrubs. Uh, got our rhodos, azaleas in, encores in. Um, lots of uh, you know just spring flowering stuff. Um, both trees and um, just a, a fun collection of uh, shrubs.
1: Great. And we'll uh, talk more with Nelson. and. And Phil and Rufus and Andrea coming up here on the WPTF Weekend Gardener. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. All right, we're back at WPTF. Mike Rayley here along with Rufus Edmondson Phil Campbell and Nelson Cox. Andrea Lane with us uh, this morning. You know, despite uh, these chilly days, this is one of the – prettiest times in the triangle the azaleas are starting to really bloom and the dogwoods are coming out now but it's also the time when deer and rabbits can uh, do quite a bit of damage to your gardens nothing is more infuriating than waiting all winter for azaleas to bloom only to have the flowers devoured by hungry deer and it's so disappointing when bunnies eat the tender foliage of newly emerging perennials Don't let that happen to you. Protect your garden with I Must Garden repellents. I Must Garden repellents are made with natural ingredients and botanical oils and will keep the deer and rabbits from eating your flowers and plants. I Must Garden repellents are simple to use, long-lasting. They don't need to be reapplied after every rain, so they're available in sprays, granular, and money-saving concentrates. I Must Garden repellents are sold at... All local garden centers and hardware stores such as Triangle Ace Hardware and Woodcroft Shopping Center on Highway 54 and Piedmont Feed and Country Farm and Home in Pittsburgh, of course, at the Garden Hut and at uh, Campbell Road Nursery. And while you're there, be sure to check out the other IMUS Garden repellents from moles and voles, squirrels, snakes, dogs, cats, and more. Protect your garden today with safe and humane repellents. From I Must Garden, and uh, we uh, need to talk a little more about uh, what's, what's going on at the garden hut. You were talking about some of the, some of the plants. Lots of things are, are blooming there, and that's one reason, I guess, plants that you're able to buy plants uh, more easily as a, a nursery owner, but this is a time when people are inspired to plant, even though it's really not the best time of year, technically.
5: Well, I mean, it, it is a good time because a lot of the deciduous trees are still dormant. Um, but, you know, obviously, we, we always say fall is best for trees. Um, <laughs> but, it, you know, it, it's it's still a great time to plant. Yeah.
1: Oh, sure. Um, and you yeah, just have to worry about watering, I guess, watering properly.
5: Yeah, I mean, you may have to give a little extra water uh, getting into the drought, get those roots established. But... Um, it's a great time because you can see what color azalea you want, what That's color rhododendron right. you yeah. want. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so just being able to kind of pick your colors and, you know, same thing. Um, you know, of course, annuals are a little different. But, um, you know, the vast um, variety of perennials for both shade, um, sun that, you know, you have your your late winter. Uh, early spring flowering, mid spring, late spring, all the way through summer and fall. So this is kind of a fun time to be able to pick stuff for your garden that's going to have color all year. And the other thing is, is, is putting, you know, fun stuff in your garden, whether it's a a nice little uh, colorful bench or a beautiful piece of uh, ceramic pottery, um, or like, gosh, we've been, we've had, we have a bunch of wind spinners up. Lord, they've been getting a workout. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, there's just all kinds of fun stuff and, you know, home decor, nice uh, pillows from, from uh, you know, small local companies and artists. And, um, you know, it's, it's just um, a fun time. To, to
1: It really is. So, Phil, uh, what about Campbell Road Nursery? we got a lot of stuff coming yeah, in, too. Yeah, we
3: do. Uh, let's see. I was making a little list here a few minutes ago. We've got herbs, of course, and succulents. We've got a really nice supply of succulents right now. Uh, shrubs and trees of course it's a great time as nelson was saying to get those in the ground and azaleas um, we do have some primrose ranunculus and stock i used to grow that a long time ago and um, i just decided to get those in they'll they do well in the in the cooler weather so they're the um they're starting to bloom now and then um good grief if i had a a nickel for every time somebody's <laughs> asked me if we had a venus flytrap i would be rich right now <laughs> i don't see the big deal about them but a lot of kids like them and a lot of adults yeah. like them and i know they're special they're hard um, to find even to north carolina yeah but um we got a really nice supply of those in yesterday and uh you're feeding we got flies too three it. different kinds well i'm going to put some <laughs> in my office because we always have you know when it starts to get When it's still cold outside, they come inside Uh trying to find a warm spot. That's right. Got geraniums and the large fern hanging baskets and flowering hanging baskets from my brother this past week. Um, The the, uh, uh, fern baskets and geraniums will be fine as long as you put them under shelter, like up on your porch or somewhere like that, uh, just to keep them out of the cold. So uh, we've got all that in, and we well, now. What
2: what kinds of soil conditions do Venus flytraps like? Is it like desert?
3: <coughs> no, loamy. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of a funky looking soil. Actually, it's a very peaty soil, yeah. if yeah. you will, because um, it, it does like to stay damp. It's almost like yeah. it's not even soil. It's <laughs>
5: like bog soil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. boggy. Yeah.
0: yeah. So it's It's
1: native to, I don't know, Brunswick, is it Brunswick, Mm -hmm. New Hanover? It's a very limited area of North Carolina. Right.
5: Yeah. Yeah, They still have trouble with people poaching them.
1: Right. Right. Which is, uh, you know, we'll get you a fine at least.
3: um, But I was going to ask Andrea. Andrea, um, there's a nursery up there south of Spruce Pine. I just found out about it. Um, i guess a few weeks ago and they have a lot of the native azaleas do you know is that is it carolina something
4: carolina native nurture.
3: there you go okay is that close they to you seed. what's that
4: it's not far i certainly shop there they grow the azalea from seed so it's quite a um impressive operation oh wow uh, and they're in the process right now of expanding um didn't uh they they carry perennials already, other mm-hmm. perennials besides the Azaleas. Um uh, but they're um they just uh, finished, you know, um building more uh greenhouses and oh, okay things into their into the perennial area. But yeah, they're they're natives; they're all native. Um they're they do retail and wholesale and they're about a forty minute drive for me. But oh, okay. I'm going you know, what we do is when it's near the town of Bur- or in the town of Burnsville.
3: Okay. Yes. What saying, yeah, that's why you, the you
1: live near Burnsville, right?
4: Yeah. Right. Well, there's a lot to do in Burnsville, so yeah, I live about you know <laughs> 35, 40 minutes from Burnsville. But, oh wow! Uh, you know, there's uh, a lot to do there. So yeah. So I never mind. I never mind having a reason to go to Burnsville. Yeah. Right. Then I'll just spend the whole day there.
3: Right. My cousin's a doctor in Burnsville, so uh, we don't get to that's see perfect. him very much. But yes, and the, so. Uh, but we go to Little Switzerland a lot as well. So that's uh-huh. not that would be a good well, uh, a good little a trip from Little Switzerland, person,
4: yes. Yeah, as a plants person, you definitely need to make a visit there. And, uh, you know, uh, get my number from Mike and um, give me a call, you know, okay. let me know when you're in the area. And I'll take you to one of my favorite restaurants in Berlin. Oh,
3: okay. Okay, sounds good. Okay. Um, That's great. You know, it's, it's difficult to find those native azaleas unless you... Go out into the woods and dig some okay. up down close to the coast or up in the mountains, and that's not always a safe thing to do. You mm-hmm. might be on somebody's property.
2: <laughs> well, you know, right. you—I've I mean, you tried, as well
4: as one that was cultivated.
0: I, What's that? I
2: have tried uh, Andrea and Nelson mm-hmm. to grow what we we call flame azalea or, or honeysuckle up home. I've tried three or four mm-hmm. times to bring it and let it live here. It's just too hot. If if you got the native, it just I, I even one time bought a brought about a half a pickup load of mountain soil. I said I'm going to fix this thing. <laughs> and it lived one one season, and that was it.
5: Well, there's lots of microclimates yeah. of them here. They they there's definitely yeah, my dad. really
3: are. You yeah. know,
2: the um,
1: hemlock bluffs area has all kinds of mountainy type stuff. You've been
2: out in, out in there, haven't you, Ruth? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, well mine, not- mine is obviously not.
3: Yeah, my dad used to have them over off of Western Boulevard. They did well down. It was down close to a creek, and yeah. and they they would do well down there. But I, I love those things. They're just beautiful, mm-hmm. the color on
0: them.
4: I lived in, and Dora lived in a woodsy um, neighborhood, mm-hmm. and I was growing the native azaleas in my um, kind of an open wood area mm-hmm. where there was a lot of canopy trees. And I was trying to create that other middle layer, um, and the azale- the azaleas were doing well.
1: Yeah, Johnny Hood yeah. lived off Penny Road, and lots of bluff. Twenty years ago, that was uh, kind of out in the sticks. So he yeah. had he had yeah, he had, uh, yeah. A beautiful deciduous. Azaleas growing out there. That yeah.
5: there there's a lot of bluffs in that area. Um, you'll see lots of mountain laurels, um, mm-hmm. native azaleas, um, all, all kinds of great stuff.
4: I had um, rhododendron there as well. They weren't native. You know, they weren't. They were. You know, they were put there. They were. Oh,
1: well, you were uh, way up north anyway. There in Durham, there's a difference. I was at
4: 680 feet in Durham. Yeah, <laughs> elevation.
3: Yeah. I've got lots of rhododendron <laughs> that my dad. That my dad grew, so they're doing well.
4: Yeah, yeah. no, you know, I, I wouldn't. I would say that I, you know, they didn't grow without care in Durham. Um, they were in a, um, you know, a shady spot. They were shaded by a lot of pine trees, and um, and I had to, <coughs> you know, add compost every now and then, and uh, you know, just take care of them, make sure they got watered during the drought. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: all right. Jennifer is no with us right
4: Gen- place right Plant.
1: That's right. <laughs> Jennifer is with us here on WPTF. Hey Jennifer, how can we help you?
6: Hey, good morning. Good morning. thanks for taking my call. Yes, ma'am. yeah, I have a, a I'm in a bit of a pickle. My um, sister gave me um, a magnolia when my sister-in-law passed away. Uh, she got one of her magnolias so it's it's a special plant to me because my sister-in-law propagated it and it's this beautiful little about four or five foot plant uh, tree and I'd like to plant it we have property up in Franklin County and I'd like to plant it there but we're not going to be building for about a year so I'm I don't know if you guys have any ideas like it's in a pot right now at my house we're down here in Raleigh and um, but my my question is if I take it up there I, you know, it's an hour, so I won't be able to water it every day, or I don't know.
5: I would just so probably keep it in the container that you have it in, so that you can keep your eye on it. Um, is okay. it yeah. one of the magnolias acuminatas? Is it one of the native um, magnolias with the decid- that's deciduous that loses its leaves, or or is it one of the evergreen magnolias?
6: Um. I don't know. I'm going to guess an evergreen. It's got all of its leaves right now. It's from Virginia.
5: Is they're it a... Waver- Waverly. Mm-hmm. Are they small leaves, or are they the the broad, dark, shiny leaves?
6: They're about the size of an adult's hand, and they're kind of lo- like a lime, the color of a lime. If that helps.
5: <laughs> so is it a thick, thick, waxy leaf? I'm wondering if it's a bay magnolia.
1: Yeah, I was thinking about Sweet Bay.
5: Mm, that's a good question. We could send a picture in. We could identify it. Can?
6: How can I do that?
1: Well, you can send it to mrayley, R-A-L-E-Y, mm-hmm. at com. C-U-R-T-I-S-M-E-D-I-A. Okay. And... Uh, we can do that. Uh, okay. You can you can send it uh, to the I guess the uh, put it on the Weekend Gardener Facebook page, but just send it just send it to me. I'm I have my phone right here. I'll see it when it pops up.
6: Okay. So you're thinking at least until I get this picture sent to you, <laughs> just keep it here with me yeah. until we move. That's
1: a I think that's a solid idea.
2: Okay. you're going to have enough to worry about when you move <laughs> yeah
1: yeah plant plant that's it uh idea. just take care of it there and and wait until it's wait until the fall or, uh, okay. how long before you gonna build or it'll be well, more than a year won't it
6: yeah i'm hoping to okay. break ground in the spring um we've it we're out by centerville we've got a uh gentleman that's leasing and, I've
1: been through and, Centerville about 100 miles an hour before with, uh, <laughs> well, with Cousin Bill. I mean, that's a straight shot down 561.
6: Yes, it is. And there's a beautiful, old, wretched, beat-up old house, like old, old, old. It just makes my heart sing to look at it. I'm determined my kitchen window is going to look right up at that old. It's got to be 100-plus years old. And the only, so
1: you, uh, do you live in Centerville or between Centerville and Wood?
6: Between Centerville and Lewisburg.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. All my relatives used to live out there. They had eight uncles and aunts, and they all oh, lived along that. 561. Yep. And, uh, yeah. yeah, I still have a couple of relatives up there. Uh, Cousin Good Bill's still job. up there. But, yeah, we we went through there about 100 miles an hour, and <laughs> Bill said, whoa, we missed the pool room.
0: <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep.
6: That's we like it.
1: Yeah, and they used, to have, uh, they used to have a pool room there. My mother would go to a country store up there. It, well into her later years, to buy navy beans, dried oh. navy beans at uh, the store. She claimed that they were the best, and they probably were.
2: I thought you were getting ready to say she went to play pool. <laughs> no, she didn't. Uh, she
1: went went to buy some liquor up there. Liquor up there. Uh-oh, that's liquor. what she. No, she didn't. She didn't do that. But uh, navy beans. <laughs> well, well that's, I said have- I love the idea that you uh, are living there.
6: Yes, me too. We're very excited. Do you have uh, my second question? will be do you guys have any, any recommendations on native plants to um, just to go kind of around the house? We're going to cut out about three acres just for the house and the garden and all that. Um, like, we, we want stuff that's from the area up there because right now it's just um, 17 acres of soybeans and that. Yeah. Yeah.
5: I mean, there's lots of stuff Father Gillas. Yeah. Um. <coughs> You know, we, we talked about witch hazels earlier. Um, there's tons of different types of perennials, even even in the the black-eyed Susan flavor. Um, lots lots of native Beckias, um all kinds of stuff.
1: Yeah, I just got your I got your photo. You the
6: plant toolbox.
1: Yeah, plant toolbox. It's uh, if you'll just Google um, NCSU plant toolbox. Oh, and it's it has information on all the plants. It's something maintained through NC State University and the Extension Service, and okay. it's a a great online source for North Carolina plant growers. And
4: uh, you could put in the conditions of your property and mm-hmm. the fact that you desire native, and okay. it will find you a list of plants that'll work well.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: So um, we did receive, we did receive your photo and okay. uh, it is a, a magnolia grandiflora, uh, so just your traditional southern magnolia. Um, I would recommend getting some holly tone to go ahead and fertilize it. Um, it it's a little fertilizer deficient, um, so that oh. that would be a good, a good um, product to put on it. And then you know, depending on what size um, pot it's in and and how rooted it is, I, I don't know the backstory of, you know, if it was dug up or just grown in a pot from get go. Um, so th- those would kind of all be important things because you 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 don't want to keep it terribly root bound, um, mm-hmm. but but I definitely would get some holly tone on it.
1: <laughs> and of course, I would I would recommend going to Nelson's or or Phil's or Logan's and uh, you know talk. Talk with uh, the folks there about and look around um,
2: mm-hmm.
1: at, at what you might want and what they think will work in Franklin County.
2: Okay. I, I have pots. Uh, I potted up root uh, limbs that would fall and touch the ground and would root, and I put about four or five pots, and I have them throughout the woods. And they will grow about a, a foot a year. So wow. you're, you're going to have something that will grow very quickly. <laughs> Yeah, be careful where you plant things. And by the that's way, a, <laughs> this, this is a big boy.
6: Yeah. Oh, it is? Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, it'll get huge.
6: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lord. So, are we're, we're, look, it's a blank canvas. Where should I put it? So,
4: not uh, near the house. Far away from, Long,
1: from the house. <laughs> there you go. I think we all <laughs> yeah. have the same it, idea.
4: Gosh. It can spread 30 to 50 feet, according to the plant oh. toolbox. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. That's That's the width with it maturity so you better you better move up maybe maybe move up that construction of that house <laughs> you have to move there yeah
1: you may not be able to pick it up you have to take it uh put it, <laughs> get a backhoe to pick it up and i'm yeah
4: there you go <laughs> oh my goodness
6: i'm in for it okay <laughs> thank you it'll be beautiful right. well i appreciate you guys uh and i have a, a one last question rufus do you have a daughter um uh, who uh uh well, I don't uh, – do you have a daughter-in-law, a, a daughter who works in law?
2: No, no, I, I have okay. a daughter who works in set design in New York.
6: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh There's a, uh, uh, somebody I've met recently with your last name, and I'm like, I wonder just because I love your Wow, because
2: that's not uh, a usual name. I, I would no. try to raise somebody up to not be a lawyer.
6: <laughs> 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 well, she's pretty wonderful, so I you don't uh, –
2: well, how about that Edmiston right. is it spelled the same way e-d-m-i-s-t-e-n
6: oh uh, i think it's o-n
2: yeah yeah that's yeah. the fancy okay. ones down this way
6: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: and then if you really
2: if you really want to get fancy you do e-d-m-u-n-d-s-o-n yeah
1: i have uh yeah root root edmondson and sue Go to my yeah. church. Uh, root is with the Bar Association or the, uh, North, the North Carolina Bar, rather. a
2: different. Yeah, he called me up one time and said, I'm getting tired of getting your mail. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's, it's really a, a big difference in the spelling. So. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, those, those uppity Edmondson's. Uh, yeah. Well, Jennifer, where, where um, do you live in Raleigh?
6: We're um, over by Wake, Big Wake. We're in Headingham.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, okay.
6: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I bet okay, you got a pretty pretty yard there.
6: I've got um, it's a special yard. Uh, when my dad passed away, I bought a gardenia from the farmers market to memorialize my dad. There you it's, go. That's... It's happy as a clam at high tide. I've got irises from Indiana from uh, my uncle, and they are. I've got they're black purple. I don't know what they're called. Look, oh my yeah, mom, I
1: love that color.
6: Yes, and then I've got some light purple ones. My uncle would die if he knew that i don't know what they're all called i just think they're pretty and then i've got a bunch of monkey grass that's spreading like crazy and then i've got some rose of sharing that i didn't realize that they spread oh my
1: goodness <laughs> oh my goodness why well, we've got uh the uh There's the national expert for rose of sharon right here well,
2: a national oh. expert on spreading is right here
6: well i've got my pen out what do you want to say about roses Sharon?
2: <laughs> well dig them up and yeah, give them to your good. friends yeah
1: that's a g- a great pass along plant
2: <laughs> yeah when we when we go remote i always jennifer take about 4 or 5 pots for people oh. to have some roses sharing okay it's very dependable well, and a beautiful plant
6: they are they're so pr- actually my um I, don't, I honestly don't know where the first one came from but it died and i literally just pulled it out of the ground but evidently it had spread I was so I hate when trees, I hate to lose trees. And, uh, but so I pulled it out because it was, I don't know what killed it. But then here comes these shoots. So I've got one that's at least six feet tall. And then I've got, one. oh, <laughs> yeah. Kind of sick of my stuff taking over. But,
2: well, they seed like well. crazy. Yes. Sure it is. Yes. But dig them up and give yeah. them to your friends.
6: Yeah. Yes. And then we've got a, um, uh, you know you know how HOAs are in North Carolina, so we've got some illegal stuff growing here.
1: Uh-oh. Don't even say it, Jennifer. Oh, my.
6: <laughs> you no, know, tomatoes and uh, Good for greens. you.
1: What <laughs> you say can be used against you.
6: Peppers, I know. They're, they haven't busted. We've got a horse trough in the front yard, but none of the neighbors have said anything about it. I think of you, Rufus, because I've heard of you talking about sowing your tomato plants in big old barrels, and my husband is... He's got some seeds. I said, Rufus does. Throw them in a barrel in the front yard.
2: <laughs> oh, they grow very so, well. I've got barrels I got from Phil. Mm-hmm.
6: We've got two more horse troughs coming. My uh, stepdaughter does horse.
1: Well, horse I don't know. The HOA may uh, <laughs> may bust you if you if you, you <laughs> overload better, them with yeah, horse you troughs. You better hurry up and move to Centerville. <laughs> yeah, they they'll take kindly yeah. to horses out there.
6: Yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> nice
1: talking, talking to you, Jennifer. Hey, we're going to be yeah. at. Um, we're going to be at Logan's next oh. Saturday, and so will you come visit us?
6: We may have to come by. Uh, we'd
1: you. love to see yeah. you.
6: Thank you. Have Thank you, you
1: very much.
6: Bye. Great.
1: You know, every time you buy a bag of black cow, you're helping the environment. Did you know that? Uh, the process that they use at Black Cow helps to repurpose manure. So it's environmentally friendly and beneficial for your garden and lawn has been proven over and over black cow contains up to 10 times more nutrients and microbes than garden soils naturally would and it helps to retain moisture too your lawn flower beds and vegetable gardens will be off to a great start with black cow everything grows better with sun and water and black cow more details, well, that's easily available. Check the website. It's a good one, blackcow.com. That's blackcow.com. Cow is spelled with a K. All right. We um, So both of y'all, I hope Jennifer will visit y'all. And I think it, it's so much easier to than describing plants to, to actually look at them mm-hmm. in person and hear from an expert, and that'll help you. Help you um, and we have... You know we have some great uh, nurseries here, including Garden Hut and Logans and Campbell Road. So take advantage of that, your proximity to that before you move up to Centerville. I don't know that there are a lot of garden centers up there. It's a beautiful country, but all right. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three, or when Rufus gets started with with his uh, operation. Uh, he'll <coughs> be Table selling rows ra- uh, sh- <laughs> of Sharon. He'll be selling hellebores. I don't know what else uh, he'll have. You could probably uh, as many camellias as you have. You probably have s- something growing up there that uh, some arid plants that you could you could dig up and sell there
2: at your roadside stand. Well, I, I counted the other day. I've got about <coughs> twenty boxwoods that one time I did a favor for a person at the uh, farmers market. And she gave me about. 20. You bail them out of jail? Well, it was close to that. Okay. And she gave me t- around twenty <laughs> boxwoods at that time, were about the size of a basketball, and now they they are huge, much up, eh? much larger. And yeah, if you recall last year, I dug one up for Tom and Lib.
1: Yeah, and we gotta we gotta go. We gotta go. And, we can talk more about boxwoods after the news here on yeah. WPTF. <laughs>